What you're about to hear is the fusion of entertainment and enlightenment. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Pat and Stu for Glenn today. Well, it happened. Uh, Israel has agreed to a five-day ceasefire uh, with Hamas. Be interesting to see a, a if they've pause. agreed. It's a, a pause. pause. Yeah, yeah. They just press pause. So uh, we'll talk about that. Much more to get to. Uh, MSNBC has just been uh, stellar. Oh, they of have, late, they've been at the top of their game. Oh, I gotta say, man. top of their game. <laughs> their game, of course, is insanity. Yes, total and complete insanity, and they are at the top of that game. Uh, that and so much more coming up in one minute. You know, I was talking to our friend Sarah Gonzalez uh, yesterday on the news and why it matters, and we were talking about just how much we love the people at Patriot Mobile. They're just great people that actually care about the country. I feel like there's like four people like that left in the world, and they all work at Patriot Mobile at this point. Patriot Mobile, for 10 years now, uh, has been America's only Christian conservative wireless provider. They stand behind their service and their values as a company, and they are a shining example of what can happen when you put the cause ahead of profits. Uh, that's an important part of the formula, and we are proud to partner with them. Uh, for Black Friday, they got a bunch of stuff going on. Patriot Mobile wants to give you a brand new smartphone when you make the switch today. Patriot Mobile offers dependable nationwide coverage, giving you access to all three major networks, which means you get the same coverage you've been accustomed to without funding the left. When you switch to Patriot Mobile, you're supporting free speech, religious freedom, the sanctity of life, the Second Amendment, you know, every big constitutional principle that you might care about, every moral principle you might care about. And, uh, you know, their 100% U.S.-based customer service team makes switching easy. So you can keep your number and for a limited time, get a free smartphone. Go to PatriotMobile.com slash Beck or call 972-PATRIOT. Use the promo code FRIDAY76. Again, it's a free smartphone. Offer is eligible only with the Black Friday promo code. That is Friday76. Limited time offer. Patriot Mobile. Join them now. Make the switch today. PatriotMobile.com slash Beck. PatriotMobile.com slash Beck. Or call 972-PATRIOT. You know, part of the uh, unusual nature of this whole pause uh, is that it was brokered by Qatar. I don't think I've ever heard that before, no. where Qatar was no. a main player in any negotiation for anybody ever. Maybe I've just missed it. I don't know. It's usually, it's usually soccer, us. A soccer free agent signing. I could see it in that, in that, yes. that context. Maybe that. But that's about it. Yeah. Uh, but it does kind of show our exit from the prominence uh, of the world stage, I, I think. I mean, we, we had some involvement in it, but it's Qatar? Who really brokered this thing? Well, I mean, when you're f- trying to find a, a partner to help broker a deal like this, you need to mm-hmm. find someone that both sides respect, right? We just read the poll of the Palestinian people that 98.2% of them have a negative opinion of America. Yeah. You know? Well, yeah. And, and look, should we... Very true. Would you be excited if we were negotiating with Hamas? No. No, uh, in reality, probably not. Probably not. So, mm. I mean, maybe that's the reason. I, I do, and and it's kind of irritating that we probably pushed Israel into this. Yep, that much I, I'm sure we did. Now they might be getting, and I have real hesitation in indoor, like reporting this the way the news has been reporting it, which is mm-hmm. they're going to get 50 hostages back. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. It's we'll supposed see to how re- many they be get. released ten at a time mm-hmm. over five days. Yes. 
So we'll see if that actually adds up to 50. One of the things they're already saying is, well, we don't know if we could find them. We don't know if we could find the hostages. You know, it's not like we we kept them together in a big room somewhere. I'm sorry, unacceptable. (laughs) Yeah, I'd say. Well, Well, they're not all Hamas. They weren't all captured by Hamas. What do you mean? Oh, well, sometimes there were, were, you know, family crime organizations that uh, just went over there and went to loot, uh, really unrelated to the murders, and just took took people to try to make money off of it. We got to find those people. It's going to be hard for us over here at Hamas Industries. It's like, okay, uh, shut up. Give the people back right now. It does show that there was a lot of Palestinian involvement, though. Just rank and file Palestinians going into Israel and taking people hostage. Yeah. And stealing things from them. Oftentimes, Pat, when we talk about foreign countries or foreign lands, we tend to overgeneralize. Like we we, we could say the French suck, right? Yeah. (laughs) And it's like, look, tons of people in France are pro-American. Uh, tons of people in French France are not completely insane. Their general policies and their government annoy us a lot, and we summarize it poorly, maybe. I don't know. If you're in France and you love America and you're listening to this program, we love you. However, in the Palestinian territories, just looking at the polling, it's impossible to, to be able to... Um, oversimplify their views on Western life and Jews mm-hmm. in particular. They hate America. And I don't mean when I say they, yes, of course there are people there that don't hate America. There are people from America who live in in the Palestinian territories. A They're, full one point eight percent of very, them right, don't but it, hate America. But it's one point eight percent. Yeah. You know, I mean what is the one point eight percent here that we would talk about? I like very uh, there's not a lot of things when you talk about ideological or or issue agreement that only 1.8% sides on one. I bet there's no issue wait, wait, well, on that, which you could find 98.2% agreement from Americans. We just, and you're, this does not have 98.2% agreement, but approval rating of Hamas was only 1%. But it was only 81% disapprove. So there's still a big chunk of people who don't know either way. <laughs> I, I don't know what you'd find. It's crazy. I what, don't either. What would you find? I don't know. You, you look at the... At, I, the one one guy I remember getting somewhat close to this was the very end of the gubernatorial uh, campaign uh, uh, reign of Rod Blagojevich. Remember him from uh, yeah. Illinois? He had like a 4% approval rating at one point <laughs> at the end. 4%. <laughs> so occasionally it can happen. It's hard, though. It, it is. is hard to be, you know, to unify a society like that. And one of the reasons it never happens in America is despite our complaints about the indoctrination of children and and such, we still have constitutional protections that don't allow Mm -hmm. for the types of things, you know, for example, holding people at gunpoint until they agree, uh, that that elicit a 98% uh, unanimity. We've got much more diversity here of population than they do in Gaza. Very true. Much more. Much more. So diverse. it's really hard to get everybody on the same page. You wouldn't think that by listening to the news. You'd think that Gaza's the diverse. Yeah, place. you would, wouldn't you? You'd think that they are the the, 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 the rainbow coalition. Yeah. And we are yeah. the haters. People forget the, that all the time. This, is there a more diverse nation than the United States of America anywhere in the world? And, and I don't let, think so. Let me add one more word to that. <clears throat> Ever? Yeah, in the, in the history of the world. In the history right. of the world. Yeah. You think China's diverse? <laughs> no. Uh, Russia? Are they diverse? Norway? Nope. Norway? Norway Sweden? is diverse? No. Nope. They're not. No. They're that's not. not usually, that's and not now they are case. seeing some diversity with uh, some of the uh, refugees and some of the immigrants there. 
they're having real societal problems right now. Right. I mean, really serious problems. Uh, And so that's why I get so annoyed with people who continually bash America because we're this or we're that, we're hateful, we're not inclusive, we're not diverse. We're the most diverse on the planet. And we get along the best with this kind of diverse population. It's pretty amazing, really. If you really stop to think about what happens in this country and who this country is made up of, it's an amazing, it's a miracle, really, that we all get along this well. Yeah. It's a miracle. You know, we complain about, oh, gosh, we're all turning against each other. And in comparison to the rest of the world, in comparison to history, we're doing pretty well. Yeah. You know, one of the things that we talk about all the time when we talk about issues that are negative and... Uh, a lot of a lot of people in the media, a lot of people on the left, like to leave this one little question out at the end of all of your complaints. But uh, you have to ask yourself: as compared to what? What are you mm-hmm. comparing this to? Are you comparing this to some fake utopia that has never existed and probably will not exist, or are you mm-hmm. um, comparing this to every other nation in world history? Because if you compare us to every other nation in world history, look, things are pretty good. I, mm-hmm. We complain a lot about the country um, and the negatives because we see things that are great slipping away. And we don't want to see those things slip away. We want to see America achieve all the things that it should be achieving. But in reality, of course, when you compare it to none of us are like, uh, I don't have plans to go to outer Mongolia this weekend to see if I can find a condo to move into because I don't like America. I really don't have interest in that. There's no other place on earth that I want to live. I love it here. Mm-hmm. It's it's great. I just don't yes. want it to, to and we go don't into want a sinkhole. Right. That's right. all. Uh, so, will Hamas uh, release the 50 hostages over the next five days? And the other thing is, they're doing that in exchange for the pause in, in it's sort of a ceasefire. And 150 Palestinian uh hostages or not hostages but people who are imprisoned in israel being released so of course three times the of number course. of course <laughs> last time they israel uh, had a hostage with uh, in gaza the i believe it was 120 to one. Oh, jeez so uh, this is they're improving at least yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Um, but what happened to the hall? The the uh, the response has to be equal. Every time we go into war, we always hear, "Oh, it has to be a proportionate response." What happens to that with with hostages? Yeah, come why on. it doesn't have to be proportionate? Then no one's complaining. Why aren't they? Why is Gaza getting a, a disproportionate amount of of of? <laughs> and again, hostages is the wrong word. There's right. no hostages being held by Israel in this way. They are people who have committed crimes and have been convicted of crimes in courts and are in prison. That's those are the people being released. Mm-hmm. Which is questionable, right? Like a lot of times, it's not a good idea to release prisoners. But I guess these are mostly children, or not children, teenagers, and uh, yeah, they're, women. They're they're being uh, promoted as children, even yes. though they've committed crimes in Israel, right? And that's why they're in jail. Yes. So Israel's releasing criminals. People yeah. have been convicted in a court of law and have been put three in prison. times as many. Three times as many. In exchange for people who have been ripped out of their homes after doing absolutely nothing wrong and watch their families get slaughtered, right. and now they're prisoners over in Gaza. It's not proportionate. Nope. What happened to the asking of the proportionate response? We don't get that now. 
Yeah, you're not going to see a lot of signs nope. from the pro-Palestinian uh, people. You will not. Hey, you're doing it disproportionately on this hostage exchange. Yeah, you're not going. You're not going to see that. Um. So I, you know, the articles on this have been fascinating to me. Um. Here, listen to this uh, paragraph. For instance, Israel has placed Gaza under siege and relentless bombardment since the Hamas attack, which killed 1,200 people, mostly civilians, according to Israeli tallies. Mostly. It was almost all civilians. Uh, Since then, more than 14,000 Gazans have been killed, around 40% of them children. According to medical officials in the Hamas-ruled territory, figures deemed reliable by the United Nations. Uh, that's kind of a problem because I don't deem the United Nations reliable <laughs> to tell me what's reliable uh, from Gaza. All the children were safe, uh, according to reliable sources like Jeffrey Dahmer. Yeah. Okay, I don't trust Jeff. Sure I don't think he's thing. A, he's reliably told us though. But it's interesting how we're. The women and children are always pointed out in the Gaza tally, but have you noticed that nobody in these stories ever cites how many of the 1,200 Israelis were brutally murdered that were women and children? Right. Babies? I mean, at the very beginning, we heard there were 40 babies that were decapitated. Um, But in the follow-up stories, you never hear, and by the way, most of those were women and children. Never. No. And, you know, look, a a country that is trying to commit genocide, that uh, wants to lie to everyone and make them believe uh, that Hamas did these terrible things that they didn't do, does not lower the death count from 1,400 to 1,200. That does not happen. Uh, Right. And, and, you know, we talked about this a little bit the other day, but like it appears that what basically has happened is some of these people were Hamas terrorists. They found 1,400 people dead, and over the process of identifying the bodies, realized that some of them have been taken out by citizens, and they didn't. And they found out, okay, mm. these people are actually from Hamas. We're not going to count them toward our death count. What nation does that? That is trying to fool people into a genocide? Nobody. Like there wasn't like the mm. Hutu, the Hutu, the Tutsis and the Hutus. I'm going back mm. to Rwandan history here a little bit, but like they were like, oh, hey, you know what? Actually. You know what? We they didn't really do anything wrong, and everything's fine. Like they, that's not what happens. Like no. they don't say, "Well, actually, no. the death count was a few thousand less than we originally reported." We want to make sure we get these facts right. Um, you know, the the cockroaches that we need to go murder right now—they really didn't do anything to us uh, that was as bad as originally described. And we want to make sure we're clear about that. That doesn't happen. And the number wasn't one million; it was only nine hundred and forty-five thousand. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, you don't see that. No, it doesn't that happen. Um, so it, it's pretty when you're on the victim side, right? Like when you're on the vi- when you're when you're of course on the side doing the murdering, you try to lower the numbers all the time. But when you're on the side of the victims, you don't lower that count. It's the, it's everyone's telling Israel they they have to stop these operations because they've killed more people than were killed in their country. First of all, that's never the standard. Mm-hmm. We did certainly did that in World War II. We are very guilty of mm-hmm. all sorts of crimes. When you think about how many people we killed in World War II than were killed on our soil, uh, it's a massive, massive difference. Huge delta there. But that had nothing to do with the truth. The truth. 
uh, was mm. that we were attacked and we got in with incredibly just reason with incredibly just reasoning and executed a war that absolutely needed to be fought yeah and and the yeah, fact the that the standard we killed, is not all right we're going to no. stop when we get to the number of people that you killed on our side no. that's ridiculous that's psychotic it's insane yeah that's not what you do there you go for the military objectives so that this can so the violence can stop eventually yeah that's what you do in war and that's what israel is doing now and that's what they should do Triple eight seven two seven B E C K. More in one minute. So we've taken a pretty good beating as a country these past couple of years, and I'm sure that you know you, like millions of other Americans, are feeling the effects of it. Kind of, we all are at some level. If you're one of those people who are trying to buy or sell a home, you know what's going on in the market right now. Things can seem pretty scary, but here's the deal: as Americans, it's our kind of thing to get back up on our feet and dust ourselves off. It's one of the things that the world used to, and in many places still does, admire about us. Uh, our own Glenn Beck started a company a few years ago called realestateagentsitrust.com because he had dealt with all sorts of hassles as associated with real estate agents and buying and selling homes. Uh, so we started this company to help you find the best agent in your area. They deal with only the best agents. Those are who are committed to working hard to bring you the best possible results. And they know the best practices in the industry and will help you Get where you need to be. Realestateagentsitrust.com. The name kind of says it all. This is a free service to you, by the way. There's no reason to, uh, to to go anywhere else to find the best agent because this is free for you. So check it out. Realestateagentsitrust.com. It's realestateagentsitrust.com. 10 seconds. Station ID. Uh, the other thing about this hostage uh, situation is apparently it's female hostages that yeah. will be released, I'm, right? I on both it's, sides. I'm it's women. Both sides and children. Yeah. Women and children. Quote children. Right. Um, and that's why, I mean, there's still going to be 200 more hostages that need to be released. And I, I think it only included three Americans out of the, I believe, 20 that have been taken hostage. So um, we got a long way to go. And what they will do, apparently, is they'll extend the pause another day for every 10 hostages that are released. Okay. So this could go on further. Good. We'll see. Uh, look, if th there's no conversation to have about a ceasefire when one of the suicides is holding a bunch of hostages like this. That's, that's not a conversation you even right. have. If they will return these hostages, I, you look, you'll delay... Uh, what's going on? That doesn't mean you leave Hamas in power. It doesn't. I mean, it's nothing like that. But if you can, if you can wait a week and you know get yourself shored up and also wind up with these citizens back in Israel, so that they can hopefully not only go back to their homes in Israel, but also go back to their homes in Thailand and and the United States and all the other areas that they've been uh, they've taken uh, citizens from, uh, it's worth it. I, I don't think anybody opposes that. But, like, there's no conversation to be had. We, we keep talking about this, like, oh, we want a ceasefire. The, the, the left comes out and they, well, they want a cease, we want a ceasefire. Okay, well, I don't know. Number one, you don't have a ceasefire until hostages are returned. Mm -hmm. Return the hostages, then we'll talk about a ceasefire. Number two, um, let's ask Hamas if they want a ceasefire, because they don't seem to really want one. They keep firing rockets into Israel. And if they stop, let's see. What do you think is going to happen here, Pat? They're going to get one day into this and rockets are going to start flying again from, from Gaza. And then Israel will resume 
their siege of Gaza, and they'll be the ones at fault. Yep, they'll be the ones blamed. Uh, you know, and it's war. I don't like war. I don't want war. But it happens, and it, they're pretty justified, I believe, in this war. And so war is ugly. You know, war is not fun, and war is not proportional. <clears throat> when you fight a proportional war, you lose. Israel knows that. Israel understands that if they do this on a proportional basis, they're going to continue to uh, face these attacks that they just had happen on October 7th, and it's going to be probably worse. I'll bet you Hamas is mm -hmm. planning attacks right now of that course. are as big, if not bigger, than what just happened. Yep. And let us all be reminded that proportional response does not mean dropping a bomb and killing 1,400 or 1,200 people and then in you're Gaza. Done. That's what a proportional response would be is raping, mm. murdering, yeah. decapitating, yeah. putting people in ovens, right. doing all the... And I'm, you know, we're My too gosh. close to Thanksgiving for me to go through all the freaking horror show that that happened in Israel. I, I'll, I'll spare you uh, that on your drive to wherever you're going for a nice but family it was dinner. horrific. But, and there's no argument... That Israel would ever do any of those things as a policy. No, of course not, and they shouldn't. The Glenn Beck Program. It's the Christmas and holiday season, and it's time for the gift giving, the parties. Uh, this is all kicking off right now. And you're going to go there, you're going to go to your big Thanksgiving dinner, maybe Christmas parties at work, and you're going to get compliments everywhere you go. You're going to look years younger. Why? GenuCell. From now till Christmas, GenuCell's most popular package is better than 70% off at GenuCell.com. You can treat yourself and a loved one to the absolute best in skincare all around the world. See those troubling forehead wrinkles, fine lines, skin redness, pesky bags and puffiness, and yes, even a sagging jawline disappear right before your eyes with GenuCell's most popular collection. With its immediate effects, immediate effects, you'll see results in less than 12 hours, guaranteed, or your money back. So there's no risk here. Plus, included in every po most popular package is your free serum for skin hydration, which will restore your youthful appearance. This year for the holidays, you can truly give the gift that keeps on giving both to yourself and to those you love. My, my, my wife, my, my mom love this stuff. Don't wait. This is uh, These are deals you are uh, not going to uh, want to miss. GenuCell.com slash Beck. GenuCell.com slash Beck. The code is Beck for an additional 10% off. G-E-N-U-C-E-L.com slash Beck. Don't forget to use the promo code Glenn for $20 off your subscription at blazetv.com. Stew for Glenn today. This is kind of fun. Uh, Elon Musk, richest man on earth, is, is suing Media Matters. They're doing a big boycott of him. They're trying to get advertisers off of X, Twitter, whatever you want to call it. And uh, so this could be a this could be a pretty good battle right now. Uh, they were talking about this on MSNBC, and this is the is this the head of Media Matters? I think so. Yeah. Okay. And here's what they had to say. Angel, this is your first interview since Musk threatened to take legal action against you. I must say against your company. Thank God. Um, wait, wait, what, wait, hold on. Stop for a second. What's your response? Why thank God? 
Wait, wait, I don't understand. Like, is there is does the anchor have some sort of personal connection here? I, I'm must he, must be emotionally invested I, in the guy. I, really is in uh, his company. What a strange setup for an interview. Like, Very. God, I'm like, is this a good friend? Like, that's how I'd interview you. Like, yeah, I'd be like, yeah, hey, yeah. Pat, like uh, they're coming after your company, and not you personally, thank God. But like, that's how I would say. Like, yes, you say it to a but great we're not journalist, right? So yeah, but like, and like you'd say to someone you have a personal. I mean, maybe right. uh, who knows? Obviously, I don't even know who these two people are, but maybe they're they are good friends. Maybe they've been hanging out uh, for a it's long possible. time. It just has a mm-hmm. a weird appearance from from an outsider's perspective of yeah. like. Well, I mean, good for you. I mean, I guess uh, I, someone at MSNBC likes you, but it's an odd <laughs> it's an odd setup for an interview. Very, but there's more. Thank God. Um, yep. What mm-hmm. what's your response to this? I mean, I think that the, the thing to keep in mind is that, uh, uh, you know, it's not really clear what his cause of action is. And I think the most important thing mm-hmm. is that in his response, in that legal threat, mm-hmm. he actually confirmed that uh, our reporting was was accurate. Okay, that is not what actually exists on the platform. Pause it for a second, because, yeah, this is not the thing to keep in mind. That is not exactly. That is one hundred percent not the thing to keep in mind. That is because not it's what not a thing here. he said. Right. Hey, you know what? It's really accurate. Yeah. Uh, but I'm going to sue them anyway. Right. Because I don't that like was, them. That no. was not the that tone of his response the whole at all. Purpose of what he's trying to do here. If you haven't followed the story, by the way, so Elon Musk is suing him them uh, because they released this report that basically said. All these advertisers are getting white supremacist messages all the time. Yeah. So they they accused him of this. What they <laughs> did to get to get this information. Now look, media matters in my view just makes stuff up all the time. So this might this is well, actually above above their normal standards. Mm-hmm. But what they did was create a bunch of fake accounts, then follow uh, a bunch of white supremacist accounts that they could find on the service. So. Acting like a white supremacist, they went on, they followed a bunch of white supremacists, and then they still didn't get the results they wanted. So, what they did was, Jen, refresh hundreds of times to see if they could get on the same screen one of the advertisers from a big company and some white supremacists. So, this is not how the the system normally works. They just kept refreshing and refreshing and refreshing. Now, of course, Elon Musk knows this because he he can tell what these accounts were doing. He can see it. At least this is what he claims. And so mm. when you go down that road, they're c- completely manipulating the website into an unnatural state to try to get it to get these results. It is not at all what they describe. What about the thing we should keep in mind, though, that Elon Musk himself admitted that what they were saying was accurate, <laughs> that, that, that's Stu. Not what about what that part here. of it? That is so not, you conveniently glossed mm. over that. I just told you exactly <laughs> how they came to that uh, conclusion, and it's completely it's un- absurd. Unbelievable. Like, but this is what they do. This is who they are. Yeah, it's like, you know, you've seen some of these stories that mm. happen with chat GPT, where people will go on and ask it crazy questions, and you read the story, and it's like, it took them 45 minutes to manipulate ChatGPT into saying something offensive, and then they brag about it in a story. Well, yeah. good for you. Yeah. Like, so what? Really? Is that something you should be proud of? The little parlor trick you came up with to try to make your enemy look bad? Good. Congratulations. Like, what a what an amazing accomplishment. And, of course, we're talking about generally, uh, you know, vagrant shut-ins that they've hired or they're doing this work. So you'd assume yep. it wouldn't be any better than this. But still, it's pathetic. You got, like, and- 38-year-old guys in their parents' basement sitting there in their underwear trying to come up with stuff. 
yeah, the, chat GPT uh, or yeah. listening to to broadcasts so they can make something out of it. You know, this is this, what Media Matters does. And they've been doing it forever, right? Like, yeah. it's, it, you, know, you you wind up creating a bunch of bizarre stalkerish obsessives over conservative media personalities. And they mm-hmm. sit there and obsess over every word and try to take everything they say out of context. I mean, we, you know, we did this a while ago. This is when a fill-in show on this program, Pat. You might not even remember this. It was years ago. And we, you and I were hosting a show, and it was Keith Olbermann who was one of the big liberal personalities at the time. I, I don't know if he's still uh, still with us. I'm not sure. Um, but he, <laughs> he uh, at the time, was a big media personality. Yeah. And at the time, there was some mass shooting, I think. And, you know, liberals were doing the typical thing that they do, where they blame, to blame conservatives, conservatives for it. Mm-hmm. And um, we pointed out there was another mass shooting that no one was covering, of course. Why? Because the person was liberal. And they were echoing many of the sentiments that Keith Olbermann says on an every on a day to day basis on on his I think MSNBC show at the time I don't remember which one of his forty six firings uh, we were in the middle of at that time, <laughs> and uh, we we were jo- we came out and we said dead serious we I mean we did do it dead serious we were like look look at this this is something this is a quote from keith olbermann it's the exact same thing this guy's saying yeah uh he inspired this this attack this is Mm -hmm. the blood is on the hands of keith olbermann and we went through this like i don't know two minute rant about how keith olbermann was responsible for this mass shooting then we paused for about two seconds and said by the way obviously everything we said in the last two minutes is completely ridiculous you can't blame Keith Olbermann for this. It's it's he's just a liberal commentator, and this guy might have been liberal, but it has nothing to do with these commentators. Well, that would be completely ridiculous to do this. Well, Media Matters got that audio and just cut out the part where we said it was completely ridiculous. <laughs> the, they literally just stopped the transcript and the audio, which be, was the whole reason for doing it, right? The in whole the first place. Yep, and tried to make it look like we were blaming Keith Olbermann for mass shootings, and yeah. then posted it on their site. Now. We railed on them so hard for this, and we had, obviously, the evidence. Everybody who was listening to the show heard us say, by the way, this is ridiculous, we're just making a point here. And so they did eventually retract that, which is the only time I can ever remember them retracting anything. It's just, it's such a terrible organization. Um, But it -hmm. was funny, and this is the type of stuff that they do all the time to everyone. They're, they're, look, I I don't think they achieve very much uh, for the left, but they do attempt to try to... Uh, get advertisers to quit shows and and do all these things with tactics that are pathetic and and look it's one thing to you know fire up a couple of talk show hosts over it it's another thing to get a guy who's worth a hundred billion dollars pissed off at you because Mm -hmm. guess what elon musk has a lot more money than all of your donors and he can keep coming for you. And he will. I think he will. Yeah. He, I hope he does. You know, he he, he may does. very well do the Peter Thiel type of thing. And where, drive him out of business. And drive him out of business. Now, look. Be awesome. They'll, they'll appear somewhere else and they'll, you know. Change the they'll name. change the name and they'll do the same crap. Obviously, we all know that. But, like, mm-hmm. this, this is the type of thing that actually, you know, this, this guy's coming on TV and be like, oh, well, we did everything right and we're not worried about it. <laughs> Bull crap. They're not worried about it. They're terrified of this because they know Elon Musk has that twitchy eye. He's one of those guys, you know, he just might make this his life's work. He might just give up on the spaceship thing and decide to put this place out of business. Yeah. Because he's so pissed off about this. And he's got the resources to do it. And this is why, you know, this is one of the reasons why the left hates billionaires. Because they can't be controlled like everybody else. You know, you can't just mm-hmm. threaten them, it, it, try to cancel them, but get them thrown out of their accounting job like the average they don't person. Care. They don't have an they, accounting job. They don't have an accounting job. They can just go, they can just say, screw you. They, I'm they gonna, don't even have an income, yeah. usually. It's capital gains yeah. that they live off. Yep. Which is why people hate capital gains so much. Yeah. 
Uh, but it'll be interesting to see how far this goes. Yeah. Let's yeah. listen to more yeah, of this let's... clip. This is fun. Argument is that the platform is so saturated with extremism, with white genocide, with anti-Semitism, with, with genocide, racism, really with, with conspiracy genocide. theories, things that right. otherwise should be managed in some way. Okay, stop. They, Again, uh, what about, was there any pro-Hamas stuff on the site? Oh my gosh. Was there any question that maybe yeah. they should look at that? Was there, a, I don't know, it seems like there's a lot of, on the internet, a lot of crazy things on the left, too. And uh, by the way, I do not put white genocide on the right. Uh, that's a false narrative, of course, and a false construct. Mm-hmm. But uh, there's plenty of stuff that goes on on the left that is crazy, and people post a lot of crazy stuff on on the internet. Like everyone right. knows this. This is yeah. not. You're not. I know your 943 refreshes told you an amazing story that you had to report. Uh, but uh, in reality, everyone knows. Everybody knows that crazy crap comes on the internet. And come on, it's not like Twitter X is a big conservative hotbed you've got all kinds of liberal progressive oh, yeah. garbage on on twitter yeah, it's Come not true on. it's social right yeah, like i mean it's right. a, it's a there's a wide diversity of views and look i don't know i i didn't create an account and follow a bunch of white genocide accounts to attempt to get this type of material but i don't see it do you i no i mean never. you can search it out and find it mm. but like my feed isn't filled with that stuff at all my feed is filled with people that I think uh, are either interesting or important in some way or just have an interesting perspective or say something mm-hmm. funny every once in a while. Like, I don't know. Like, I have no problem with that at all. I don't see any any of that material unless it's somebody highlighting how bad it is. You know, I mean, that's right. the only time I ever see it. You can control your experience and they all know that. This is why what, the, the funny thing about Media Matters is like it's it's talked about as an organization that tries to you know hurt conservative hosts and of course they do try to do that but it's important to understand this is a secondary goal right like yes they are going to take things out of context and lie to try to get conservative hosts thrown off the air of course but the the primary primary thing that's going on here is a grift of liberals like what they're doing is going to rich liberals and telling them they're making a difference that they're not making and they keep going yeah. back to these people who just keep funneling money to to uh, the, the people that run the organization. I mean, if you look at this clip, gosh, for a guy who runs a nonprofit, he's in a, a nice house. It's a big room he's sitting in. <laughs> I, I mean, like, I, I, I mean, I know mm-hmm. they probably pay their minions four dollars an hour to do this work. But like, apparently it's at the top is pretty nice gig. And these liberals who get excited about, like, I don't like Glenn Beck, I don't like Rush Limbaugh, I don't like um, Tucker Carlson, whoever the person is they're targeting that week, they get excited about it because they're mm-hmm. big names. They have these splashy reports that MSNBC reads like their transcripts. You know, they just read their reporting right off the website and put it on the air. Mm-hmm. And they act like that's doing something. But I have never, I don't know one conservative who has ever been affected business-wise by media matters like they brag about these things and are like well we got both ferrari and bugatti to stop advertising on the glenn beck program just like well we didn't have have those we would welcome ferrari and bugatti but they are not interested (laughs) in uh in advertising on conservative (laughs) radio there was so much of that Ah, it's so dumb during the fox news time period yeah where we got 237 advertisers to stop advertising with glenn beck we really? never had 237 or advertisers i wish we had 237 i know but like we never had Would've that been great people don't Would've like us great. that much mercedes doesn't even advertise with them anymore when did that, that hurt I, that, I, that I, one hurt and so they do these things and they, they manipulate their stupid donors into giving them 
millions of dollars so they can buy nice houses. Yeah. And uh, it's just, I mean, look, as as a grift, it's not, it's a good idea. It's a, it's a nice little play. And you give them some credit, like in the, in the way that you give the mob credit for, <laughs> uh, wow, that was a good strategy to take over the, the waste management business. And that way you could deposit the bodies right there as you throw away the trash. Smart. I mean, in that way, it's smart. Right. Um, but it, it is a fascinating thing that like stupid liberal donors continue to fall for this. And at some point, you think they just wake up. I mean, I don't know. They haven't been nearly as relevant in the, in, re, in recent years, so maybe they have. Yeah, you don't now. hear about them yeah, as much no, anymore. That's true. 888 back. More coming up. In- All right. Well, uh, let me tell you about Tuttle Twins. Uh, they're having their big Black Friday deal that's going on right now with their books, their bundles, some very special one-time bonuses you're not going to see again. These books are an absolute must for you and your family because they teach kids important lessons and honestly they change lives um I, we, our, my kids love this stuff uh they read these books all the time and they teach lessons true principles uh, founding of our nation um, economic principles how to start a small business like all great things that, that your kids need to learn um, but they hear them from you know heroes who built our, our country they hear them from uh the tuttle twins and and the, the other associated characters in the books they, they teach them in like real great stories that they want to actually read. We're talking about thinking critically. We're talking about, um, you know, uh, all these incredible, important things, foundational things that your kids need, and they get them from the Tuttle Twins books. These lessons aren't found in schools. If you want your kids to cherish and defend our nation's core values, these books are key. It's a crazy world out there, and we've really got to bring our kids back to the basics that made America the place of freedom that it is. These books are the antidote to wokeism and Marxism and the garbage that kids learn at school or online. Tuttle Twins have two phenomenal bundles going on this week only. Go to TuttleTwinsBeck.com, get all the details, and get the Black Friday deal. All-in-one bonuses available right now, this week only. TuttleTwinsBeck.com. It's TuttleTwinsBeck.com. This is the Glenn Beck Program. It is Pat and Stu for Glenn today. Uh, fun times, Pat. Fun yeah. times. All yeah. right, so are you going to be uh, hanging around this uh, you, the hometown area for I am. Thanksgiving? Yeah, we're at home. Yeah? Yeah. I, I might have the kids come over and, uh, you know, like usual. Yeah. Jackie's, of Homebound. course, a wonderful cook, chef. Yes. Uh, so maybe I can stop by, grab some stuff. You know, sure. Maybe afternoon-ish. Sure. Uh, what's what's yeah. a good time for you uh, for, for me to come by? Like 11.30 p.m.? <laughs> <laughs> you want me Tomorrow outside of your house at 11:30 p.m. I feel like yeah, I might get shot. I, uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, no, it's it's uh, I, it's I'm excited. We, plus, we have not only the three now football games that happen on Thanksgiving. We now have the brand new first year only um, Black Friday NFL game. <laughs> I mean, it's incredible. I love it. I don't care. I, I do love too. It. I do too. But you might as well take Tuesday and Wednesday now as well. Yeah, just take all the days. All of them. You might as well have NFL football every day of the week. It gets hard because you feel some sort of, I don't know, as an American, I feel some sort of like requirement to watch every game that's on TV. Like if there's yeah. a game on, you kind of have to watch it. Mm-hmm. At least that's how I feel. 
And so when they do a Thursday night game and you're like, okay, these are the two worst teams in the league. It's Thursday night. Like there's no relevance to this whatsoever. And I still That's wind- okay. I'm going to watch it anyway. Yeah, I'm going to still watch it anyway. Or I'll at least have it on in the background because it's comforting to me yeah. to have football on in the background. It, Jackie hates it, but I love it. Yeah. I love hearing the football game in the background. It I know. just feels like Thanksgiving. And on Thanksgiving especially, like, you, you know, yeah, of course, you're you know, maybe not tuning into every single play as you normally would on a Sunday. Yeah. But still, it's still, like, it's, important it's to part have it. of the holiday now. The only thing I miss is Pat Summerall and John Madden oh, together. Oh, those were good times. Oh, those were good, good times. times. The Glenn Beck Program.